Hello and welcome to The Download. I'm your host, Dave Richardson, and I'm joined today from London, England by someone you might think is my relative by name, but he's actually a critical part of our global investment team. Uh, we had Habib Sabiali on last week, and uh, Jeremy Richardson, who's joining us this morning, uh, is, a, is a huge part of that team. And in particular, uh, Jeremy is, is a huge believer in the value of looking at ESG when evaluating companies. Uh, on an earlier podcast, we had Melanie Adams, who talked about uh, what ESG means, uh, what it stands for, and how it is an important part of, of the investment process that her team and, and her broader team uses uh, across RBC Global Asset Management. But Jeremy, very specifically, with, with a fairly open mandate to invest in companies around the world, you really believe that ESG is an important differentiator for the way you and your team evaluate companies and businesses. Why do you think it's so important? Well, it, it, it gets us better results at the end of the day, Dave. It's, um, uh, you know, we, we think that really investing for the long term is about taking a long term perspective and, and putting yourself in the shoes of being a real owner of a business. And if you think like an owner of a business, we think it's in your interest to care about the things that kind of drive long term performance of that business that you're part of. So by in integrating environmental, social governance considerations into our assessment of every business that we're every investment that we're considering making actually enables us to get a more complete more holistic uh, set of data to consider and you know that's going to just work in our favor because we'll be able to uh, uh to have better insights we'll have a better understanding of the risks and opportunities facing that business and that'll enable us to to value that better you know it's a little bit like um if you're going to make an investment in your own uh, life, in your, your, your personal circumstances, maybe you're going to buy a house or you're going to perhaps thinking about getting a new car, you, you check it out first, right? You, you go and get a surveyor to check out the property. You'd read the reviews of the car. And it's only then that you would really have a, a, a good understanding of, of the quality of the asset you're considering purchasing and the right value that would be associated with that too. So what we're trying to do here is, is get it by integrating ESGs to get a more complete, more holistic, more total view of each of the investments opportunities that uh, that we're uh, considering so that we can end up then making better decisions now, now with 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 everything that's been going on in in the world over the last few months uh, as I mentioned to to Melanie when we we, we, we recorded yesterday uh, you know just looking at the S&P 500 if we if we if we take a, a, a specific look at companies uh, in in an index that's put together of companies that are very strong on these measures of, of of environment, social, and governance, they've actually outperformed the broader market. Is is this something that surprises you in any way? Well, um, so I think we, we need to sort of pass that data and be quite careful about that because there's quite a there's a lot of sort of moving currents when you look within that, particularly because of the um, uh, you know, the, the travails that uh, the energy complex has, has been through and a lot of uh, ESG. Uh, funds tend to be sort of a little bit light on on that. So um, I think we need to sort of try and look through that all of those sort of moving parts and actually look at the sort of the uh, the building blocks of businesses. And I think one of the things that we have observed actually is as investors, actually, when we think about the, the companies involved, is that it's those companies who've actually been, how can I say, sort of um, thinking a bit more sort of broadly about their all of their responsibilities during this pandemic. 
um, that are probably going to come out of this better positioned, we feel, than when they probably went into it. Um, there's, you know, this uh, pandemic has been a time of uh, uncertainty for, for lots of people and, and um, you know, communities have been, been suffering. And, and companies can have been um, forced to play their part in, in how they can um, respond to that. And we've been enormously heartened by the way that many of the companies in our portfolio have, have stepped up. So, you know, examples like uh, textile companies, clothing companies who've been repurposing factories to make medical gowns, um, hotel companies who've been opening up vacant properties in order to be able to shelter the homeless so they can self-isolate in safety, and technology companies um, making available uh, processing tools and capacity in order to, to take apart the virus so we can sort of work out its sequencing and therefore find a solution. Um, you know, none of these activities are necessarily going to create any profit in the short term and not things that as investors we would expect to sort of appear on the bottom line. But if we think about the values of these organizations and their stewardship of this reputational capital, I mean, you know, this is going to pay back to owners, uh, we think, over over the long run. Because you just think about things like recruitment. If you're sort of graduating from college and you've got two companies, two clothing companies you want to go and choose, you're debating about whether you want to work for, are you going to choose the company that turned its back on its community or are you going to choose the company to go and work for that actually was, um, yeah, had a, played a part in sort of helping your community get back up on its feet? And I think that's a, that's a fairly easy answer. Yeah, and, and, and that, that is so important that my, my, my question was positioned looking at the short term, but this is really about building long-term value uh, within a company building that reputation, which, as you say, pays back over the long run. And if you are an investor, not a speculator or gambler, that's what's important to you. And it's a lesson that we talk about uh, on this podcast over and over and over again. And uh, and thank you for, for, for emphasizing that. I think that's why uh, Grandma always liked you better. You were always the, uh, the, the smarter member of the Richardson family. But Jeremy, uh, thank you so much. Uh, great to see you. Uh, thanks for, uh, for, for joining us today. It's been a pleasure. I enjoyed it.